In the beginning, there was darkness. Then, there was Paul Brown. Paul Brown transformed the game. Hello, Paul Brown here. Good morning, Cleveland. I'm here with my co-host, Jack. Jack, where in the world are you, buddy? I'm down in sunny, sunny Dorset. Excellent. Have you got your mic switched on, mate? The mic is on. Uh, the internet isn't that great down here. They might have better weather, but uh, technology hasn't quite reached this far, it doesn't seem. All right. Excellent. So, um... Uh, tell us, mate, what are you doing down on the south coast? Visiting uh, parents, so uh, no, down here. Awesome, awesome. Okay, great, mate. Well, it's been a, it's been an exciting week. We've got thirty weeks until uh, the Brown season officially starts. The first thing on the list is Sashi's back. So it's been announced at the Sloan Sports Conference. Um, Sashi Brown will be speaking. Um, so really looking forward to hopefully um, a couple of years ago when Howie Roseman, the Eagles GM, um, spoke there. All the videos and stuff went online. So I'm really hoping they'll uh, put that video online. And it will, if it is the same style of interview with sort of 20 minutes sit down asking questions about what happened, it's going to be a fascinating insight. Jack, are you going to go and watch it live? It's sold out and about £800 a ticket anyway. Um, no, I, I wouldn't be going. However much I'd love to. Come on, mate. I thought you were a true fan. A true fan, yeah. I'm not a millionaire, though. And uh, uh, what's your views on uh, Baker's PFF? So Baker Mayfield got um, Offensive Rookie of the Year in the only place that counts, and that is PFF because they actually look at more important things than yards a running back gets, which is a pointless stat, as everyone who listens knows. Um, so, no, congratulations, Baker Mayfield. You got the one that matters. Awesome. And um, was it a clear winner or did he come close? Or? Uh, it, it's not ranked like that, so they just announced who wins. Um, they don't bother with all the faff in PFF. It's, uh, it is what it is, and uh, Baker Mayfield was the winner. There was one interesting stat I heard this week, Jack, was uh, PFF went through all the NFL players and looked at their college scores, and guess who number one was? As a quarterback? Yep. Yeah, it was on our podcast you heard that, mate. That was on our oh. uh, massive roundtable show. Um, so, yeah. Mate, I listen to so many podcasts. I even listen to our own podcast. So, look, good stat there, mate. So... Uh... <laughs> well it might have been on the one yesterday it was on one of the ones this week oh mate mate look well truth of the matter is the viewers know, now know is that I listen to every single podcast out there including our own so um, I get content information everywhere you're helping the download numbers cheers buddy no worries um, what else did you um, yeah what else are your uh, views on uh, the coaches mate so although I never watch these um, press conferences because I think they're mainly trash and you take away things from it that doesn't actually matter um i was following along on twitter to hear sort of the key stuff that came out and um it was just really good to hear munkin talking about 
what I took away from it was being able to throw to win. And that is the key thing. If you want to win in the NFL, you've got to be able to throw the ball. And that's going to be the priority under Todd Munkin. Um, there was lots of positives. Evan Silver was uh, talking about how it's not about the balanced offense of the 50-50 run and pass the ball. You've got five skill players. Use all five. Mike Leach, there's a fantastic interview, um, just talking about, yeah, I have got a balanced offense. Everyone gets about 20% of the ball. Um, so, no, I, I, it's really good, positive stuff. Obviously, the talking doesn't matter. It's a results-based business. Are they going to go out and deliver to that standard? Okay, yeah. And um, i tell you what is a really good uh, listen. It's Cleveland Browns Daily. They got uh, a couple of the uh, coaches on this week, and they had some real good heart-to-heart interviews. Heart-to-heart, so did they ask... Uh... Our special teams coach, if he still thinks gay people are wrong-uns and everything like that, or uh, did they just brush over that? Uh, yeah, they just brushed over it, mate. And... <laughs> so not a full heart-to-heart. Well, you know, the past is the past and the future is the future, Jack. So uh, I think we should move on on that point. Um, I have not heard the comments or uh, listened to the comments. So, uh, yeah, let's let's move on. But, mate, I, I seriously do recommend uh, having a listen to it. Um, they got... Yeah, uh, the, the special teams and um, do I think is it Wilkes? Wilkes on, and it was really, really good listen. And uh, I wish all press conferences were as good as that. So um, lots of lots of information, lots of their views on the Browns, why they joined, and yeah, it was no holds barred, mate. They asked uh, lots of good questions. Um, I'm going to judge Wilkes on two or three things. The two key things I want to judge on is. How little does he blitz? Because hopefully that's going to be low. And how often does he play um, five or six nickelback, uh, five or six DBs? They're the two things I'm going to judge him on. And then the nice measuring stick is obviously DVOA, which is by far the best stat for me. If you're going to judge how good or bad a defense is. Tanner Vallejo gone. What's your views on him, mate? So I thought it was just interesting to note. So he's gone to the Cardinals, which was the first waiver claim. Um, but then there was seven teams in total that went and got a pick. The names that have come out from that list is the Bengals, the Jets, the Giants, the Vikings, and the Chargers all put in a waiver claim. So there was a lot of interest in the chat. Obviously, he was one of them that we were talking about potentially being the sixth linebacker on the roster, so it's no surprise that he's gone. Um, but um, no, I just thought it was interesting to note that there's a lot of interest, and there's more interest now than when he got waived last time because there was only three, four teams that time. Um, it was the Dolphins, the Browns, and the Cardinals um, when he got waived by the Bills. So um, interest in him's gone up. So it's just uh, interesting to note, I thought. Yeah, I think if you're uh, playing well for an NFL team and you've proven yourself, then there's going to be obviously more demand. Yeah, and obviously you're looking at a 90 roster spot. So whereas teams who picked him up during the season would have to give him one of the 53, there's less pressure in the off season. But um, it was just interesting to note that. And it's good to see. I want every time a Browns player gets waived or cut or anything else for someone else to pick him up because that shows we're good. Um, and the more of that, the better. Excellent. Jack, have you heard about my breakfast challenge? I haven't watched the video yet, but uh, I did see Greg Elmore, one of our uh, very early guests, was having pancakes, and uh, it just made me want to have pancakes this morning, even though I didn't. Um, I, uh, they did look good. Mate, you're not really showing me a lot of support, mate. Your co-host of the... Mate, it's like... But it's pancakes. Yeah, come on, mate. I'm, I'm, I've challenged America, and you're going up against me already. 
but I do love pancakes. Mate, where were you born? I was born in England. Okay, well, get behind the British bre- breakfast then, mate, yeah? You know I always love a full English. You have me on your 62nd. I love the full English, but at the same time, I don't mind a pancake every so often. It's good stuff. Well, I just want to say something to the listeners. Obviously, this is light-hearted fun. I've had no death threats yet. <laughs> but, yeah, look, we've got 30 weeks to go. There's not a lot going on. So I thought I'd uh, try and create some sort of game day momentum. So as you listen to this podcast, hopefully on the way to the shop to get your ingredients. Uh, yeah, it's a bit of fun. Something a bit different on a Sunday morning. We've got the AAAF to watch and watch some highlights. But otherwise, it's a very, very quiet time of the year. So I just thought, creative, let's have a challenge. If you haven't had any death threats, does that mean your takes aren't hot enough? Potentially, mate. I was expecting my following numbers to go down or someone just to say, who is this English twerp? Who does he think he is challenging our American breakfast? But actually, the fun's been quite clean so far. So that's a little hint that you can go one or two levels a little bit more with me because I won't take it offensive. Every American knows our breakfast is better. They're just kidding themselves. I think the key thing is the bacon. They've got a real issue with our bacon. And I don't know why, Jack. Any ideas? No idea. They can't even spell colour. It's a joke, guys. Don't, don't take it too seriously. I'm not a massive fan of bacon anyway. It's sausage, hash browns and beans. Are the, they're the key three ingredients for me when I'm thinking about breakfast. But back to the football. We are a uh, Browns podcast, but we're not going to chat Browns at this moment. We're going to chat AAF. Um, Hang on a bit, Jack. We're an NFL podcast. We're not an AFF podcast. Yeah, but the reason why I want to chat about it is interesting rules that they could bring in. So I didn't watch the games, but I followed a lot of it online. Um, and I think the the key thing that I'm really excited about with, with the AAF is they're going to be a real testing ground for new rules that the NFL could bring in. And for me, that is the most exciting thing that is going to come of this. So I'm going to throw one out there. Um, my favorite rule that's um, come in is in the um, refs booths, they've got them on uh, microphones so fans um, can hear what them refs are saying because that really improves the coverage and you want to know why they're making a decision so if they look at something and make a bizarre decision you can actually see it yeah um, before the show we obviously watched through that clip together and it was the one where they uh, he, he called it and his, his feet both feet weren't down he wasn't quite in control I think there probably be quite a popular link going around today about it and you're listening to the refs speak live and what their views were and it's a, it's a little bit similar with AAF in soccer that when you start hearing what the um, the refs are thinking? Yeah, no, because it, it, it's good that if a decision's made, if you can un- at least come to grasp with understanding why that decision's made, you might not agree with that decision, but at least you get some reasoning. So for me, that's really a promising move that hopefully will come across. And if I'm correct, Jack, the NFL are, are linked to this league or associated with this league or... <laughs> They're monitoring it and there's friendly conversations. Um, it's not in control or any formal links. It's more that they're, they're just working on a basis that they can both do things that improve each other and uh, why not work together? Yeah, this time of the season, uh, we do have a downtime. So I think it's a, it's a natural good fit for um, us American football fans. 
Yeah, because there's loads of players that they get their shot for sort of a couple of weeks in the preseason and then they're gone and they might never have a chance to get back into the NFL. Whereas one or two of these players might go to the AAF or another league, really fire it up and do well and then come back. Obviously, Andrew Hawkins had to go to the CFL. Um, but no, if, if he can have an opportunity to go, the season's ended, I'm going to go join the AAF because I didn't get a shot or I was on a practice squad all season. And then you have a successful summer you can then come back and stake a bigger claim so um, I think there's opportunities for players that didn't quite make the cut in the NFL to go and maybe prove them doubt was wrong and then come back and have a second shot any names out there you're looking forward to seeing Jack no I'm, I'm, I'm I don't know players that have been cut that had hype around them I haven't really followed the rosters too much um, but who knows there, there might be some out there that go out and uh perform better than expected and maybe make a practice squad or uh, get a spot on a team next year well let me just educate you really quickly with some hot names you know I like the back end of roster I kind of always get excited when we sign and uh, to take people off waivers and release people so I'm just going for the real headlines Jack don't get stressed out that I'm going to go into so much detail about all these nobodies so um, uh, Richard uh, Moloney he was a wide receiver at the Browns do you remember him or not he was he, no. I think oh. uh, at the end of that, our, our dregs that we've got rid of, I'm not that bothered about. Mate, we were super excited about this one. Trent Thompson. Yeah, no, we'll see what happens. But if, if you can't make the uh, 90-man roster, then you're not going to be hanging around. Our first round 2013 draft pick, Trent Richardson. The best thing he ever did with the Browns was got traded. Okay. You're just bringing out the old dregs that used to play for the Browns. Man, man, I used to love this. I Have love this. Have you got any stars, or are you just yes? Bunch on, of Jack. rejects. Jack, I'm glad you said the word star. One-handed catch, superstar. The guy that I always wanted on our squad was Jordan uh, Leslie. Actually, I always wanted his jersey. He's the one that went out and caught that OJ o. Beckham style one-handed catch and made catch of the week, mate. Right. Back to the AAF rules. Um, another one that I really, really like is the fact that um, kickoffs are gone. Um, kickoffs into the end zone is where they're mainly going, and anyone that runs that ball out is basically an idiot because it's not productive. All the evidence says it isn't from 2018. Um, if you then look at um, onside kicks, so they're, what they're doing is um, rather than kickoffs, you just start the ball at your 25-yard uh, line. But Makes sense. If you're 17 points down or there's five minutes uh, or less left, then you have a fourth and 12 from your own 28-yard line and it's just go, go, go because that way um, you actually see a productive play. That I like. Um, getting rid of kick or, um, extra point attempts is gone. It's just straight into a two-point conversion. Stuff like that is really, really good and hopefully the NFL will see a success over one or two years and then adopt a lot of this stuff. And some of it, they'll try some rules and they won't work. And then the NFL doesn't even have to test them. So uh, I think it's really productive to have this sort of close, friendly partnership where rules can be tested and we take the best of it. Mate, I want you to help me out here, okay? So on that fourth, fourth and 12 play, okay, you're 17 points behind. Mathematically, it gives you a chance to become, what, 10 points 10 points behind? Yeah, obviously, if you score off the 4-4-12 or you uh, convert on that drive, then, yeah, you're 10 points 
Well, no, um, because there's no extra point, you're either going to be 11 points or nine points behind. Nine points, okay. So, yeah, so it's, it's still a long way. It just kind of keeps the losing team more of a chance to come back and uh, win, basically. Yeah, it, it, it's a lot better way than um, an onside kick. There's a higher chance of conversion. Trouble, they might work out it might be too high and they might have to move it to a fourth and 15 or something. But uh, no, it's, it's interesting and um, good luck to them. I, I'm, I'm excited. Excellent. Well, it's been, a, it's been a quiet week, but I think next week we've got some big guests coming on. Is that right, Jack? Hopefully. Uh, we've got one cracker, um, another absolute wizard of the draft community coming on. So uh, you'll be able to hear from Kyle Krabs, who uh, is an f- awesome follow on Twitter. Well worth keeping an eye out on. Yeah, there's, and there's one thing I want to uh, to say, Jack, is that we did that uh, new show where we had nine people on one podcast. And, mate, you cut out one of my key moments by saying we are... A, a pro Mary Kay uh, show. You just love brown nosing, mate. Oh, well, mate. Oh, I went there. I went there, mate. Every time I met Mary Kay, she's always been helpful, nice, and I go on things that I see with my own eyes, and I just don't follow the crowd like well, you. Well, I don't follow the crowd. Uh, I said we should get rid of Greg Williams, Tyrod Taylor, and um, Hugh Jackson. And then she blocked me for that. So if she's a fan of Greg Williams, Hugh Jackson, and Tyrod Taylor, then uh, she's not a fan of the Browns. All right, excellent, mate. I'm really looking forward to uh, the week ahead. Got the, got the uh, big guests on. So, uh, yeah, it'll be a good week, mate. But, yeah, one last thing before we go. We promise you every week we'll give you our prediction at 17. Who are you going with, Paul? Oh, um, Christian Wilkins. Yeah, he's, he's sort of the name you're seeing in about, I'd say, two-thirds of mocks drafts that are done. Here's the name that's going to be there. I'm still going to go bold and say Jeffrey Simmons will be there at 17 and Dorsey will love that pick because he's a bad boy. Excellent. All right, Jack. Well, look, um, thanks a lot for today, Matt. I know you're on holiday and you have the time to come on the podcast. Thanks a lot for the editing you've been doing this week as well. There have been some uh, crazy shows, but we're, we're working on some magic and hopefully uh, I'll be able to get the shows out a little bit quicker. So uh, have a good uh, rest of the weekend, Paul. Um, you guys have an awesome end of the weekend and uh, we'll see you all tomorrow. Excellent. If you're not doing so far, please follow us on Instagram. It's paulbrown underscore UK. It's a project I'm working on at the moment. Jack, anything you want to plug? Uh, Spotify. We're now on Spotify, guys. So if you've got any friends that are on Spotify, make sure you go and find us. Um, so Spotify, Podbean, uh, we're on iTunes, um, Apple Podcasts. If there's anywhere else that you want us to be that we're not, get in touch with myself and Paul and we'll see if we can get our podcast on that site for you. Excellent. We don't ask for any money, any subscription. We don't do any adverts. But if you like our content, all I'm asking for is retweets and a five-star review. That'd be amazing. Thank you. Welcome to the Danger Zone.